Hello and <laughs> welcome to, I'm just laughing because when I said hello, Rita looked at me like, hello. Um, Rita is my dog, if you're just listening to this for the first time, and I'm Emma. I am your host of what is currently the Life Atelier podcast, but is morphing into something else right now. So I'll keep you updated. But today it's Sunday and we've had colossal thunderstorms outside, but the birds are all twerping away. Twerping? Tweeping? I don't know. Chirping. Chirping. Oh, they're not twerping. They're chirping away. And I wanted to record this podcast for you very quickly because of a coaching session that I had this week with my coach and it was really helpful and it was helpful with my coaching clients as well. So I thought, let's jump on and share it. So basically, the idea is that we are not always taking actions that will lead to the result that we say that we want. So I'm putting particular emphasis here on the result that we say that we'll want. Because often, I've talked about this before, but there's disconnect between the goal that we've written down, the big, lofty, magical, enormous goal, and actually the belief that we can achieve that goal. And the next resulting actions of our beliefs are the things that we're doing day to day. So the thing that I brought to my coach, you'll be shocked to, to hear, of course, was sleep. And I wanted to know, how, how could I create a foolproof system that would interrupt my natural tendency towards overworking? So my inbuilt patterning, my response to, to any kind of stress, whether I've realized it's stressful or not, is to start to work more and more and more. And this is exactly why I've created the Minimalist Business School. <laughs> because, my God, there is no better way to keep you on track to something that you believe in passionately than coaching other people to do the same thing. So it really keeps me hyper-vigilant of when I'm slipping into my old habits. And the warning sign for me is that I start to set my alarm earlier. And the little voice is, it's just for this week, or it's just for two weeks. Or what will happen is I'll read a book by, you know, I'll start to, maybe not a book, an article or a podcast, and I'll hear an entrepreneur talking about how they got up at 5am to, to build their business. And the little voice in my brain will say, see, you have to do it. You have to do it for a period. You have to wake up at 5am. It's just how it is. You don't get enough sleep. Now, that might work for some people. For me, it doesn't. I turn into a zombie. My body is not, <laughs> it's not designed to have less than seven and a half hours of sleep. Seven hours, if we're being um, realistic in, in what's happening at the moment, okay? Maybe it needs eight hours sleep and I'm not giving it the chance. But for me, that is my cornerstone of self-care. And it's more than self-care. It should be enough to just be for self-care and that's it, okay? The society that we live in, it doesn't really allow us to do things just because it's self-care right now. We have to fight for that. But beyond that, when I think about my business and my aspirations, my big goals that I have for all the areas of my life, these things are not going to happen if I don't get my seven hours 
seven to eight hours of sleep a night. They don't happen. Why not? Well, <laughs> I've got a piece. <laughs> I've got a piece of paper that has a to-do list written on it um, from a couple of months ago, and I keep it to show myself because I had written this list literally while I was lying on my front on my bed exhausted and literally like I was too tired even to lift my head lift my head and I was writing this list <laughs> of things to do the next day and when I looked at it it looked like a drunk person had written it I mean really was any of the things that I had I had to write down were they so important that I had to write them down then and I wouldn't have been better served by just going to sleep half an hour earlier no of course not you know that I know that now you might be feeling smug and thinking, silly Emma, <laughs> why is she doing this? But I promise you, if you look in the mirror, there's something in your own behaviour that is equally self-sabotaging and preventing you from creating the routines, the rituals, the daily processes that you need to get to the big goal that you have. And it might be about sleep or it might be about boundaries. Maybe your energy is being sucked by family members. This is a really common one, or friends. Maybe it's social media. That's something that I realized where I was thinking, oh, I, I don't really have time to, uh, <laughs> to research this thing about my business. And then I thought, don't you? You're looking at Twitter every time you eat a meal. Is Twitter good for you? No, Twitter is not good for me. So there you go, Rita doesn't agree that Twitter's a good use of time either. And, and so I'm not saying, in fact, I'm absolutely disagreeing with the idea that you would use when you're eating to multitask and do research or do something else. But what I am saying is that we spend time on things that are not helping us to create our goals. So when we think about what actions do we actually need to be taking so the belief thing i've covered that in another podcast episode i'll put a i'll put a link to that for you but i want to look at the actions what actions are you taking and what results are they going to take you towards get you <laughs> it's not a, it is a journey but it's more about the results that you'll get so i'd like to share an example of something that happened to me over Christmas and how I realized that actually I was not setting myself up for the result that I wanted. So I participated in a challenge with Elizabeth Goddard. She has an amazing Facebook group. You can join it by buying one of her products. There, there's all sorts. You can get them from $7 up to big masterminds and courses on everything connected to business and marketing. She's amazing and it's well worth it just to just to join the group. Um, she has a an offer she runs at Christmas, which is called the Christmas Market. And she invites people in her Facebook group to participate for free. So you can contribute a product. I put a planning system in. And then she sends out an email with everybody on it. So the thing that you get, on the face of it, you have the opportunity to grow your audience very quickly. But I realized underneath that, there was something much more important. So my email list grew in the space of a month by about, well, if, in the space of about two, 10 days maybe, it was over 10 days. Um, 
that the bulk of people came in and then they kind of trickled in the rest of the month. But there must have been about 400 people came onto my email list. And I <laughs> realized, even when I was setting up the challenge, that I wasn't delivering things properly. There were missing links throughout the whole process from purchase to getting the product, from the email address moving to an automated um onboarding sequence like all the time there were little things that I had to do manually and I spent a lot of time working through those those little chinks in my in my chain mail that's the wrong metaphor I don't know what metaphor I want um but smoothing it smoothing the process and as it happened I realized thank god thank god I didn't do a big launch and have 400 paying people coming into one of my courses because I'm not ready. I haven't worked out this system and I haven't done it. Now, the beauty of that was it gave me the opportunity to fix all these little things before anybody really, really noticed. Did I miss out on impressing people? Yes, I did. But was that fair enough? Yes, it was. I think so. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to look after them. So, that's a very specific example of somewhere where I've realized that the actions I was taking were not there to support the results that I said that I wanted. And this comes back to sleep. So for me, when I do not prioritize getting enough sleep, that then has a knock-on effect of my brain doesn't work as well, my decision-making starts to become poorer and poorer, I become reactive. And, and I don't look like a well-rested, glowing life coach. Who wants a tired life coach? I don't want a tired life coach. I want my life coach to look bloody amazing. Like it's, it's aspirational. And the same, like if I'm teaching people to create a minimalist business, who wants that with someone working seven days a week? You know, so it's really, really important. Like it just sounds like sleep, but the sleep is something that represents all of the other action steps being performed in a way that will lead to the result that I want. So the solution, we worked through this with my coach and the way that I have, uh, the, de the design that I've made for my kind of daily rituals to make this happen were, it was a very simple shift. It was renaming. My morning ritual was done okay I have uh, <laughs> I have minimalist business owner energy hour and that is one hour blocked off it can be 7 till 8 a.m or it can be 6 till 7 a.m the reason that changes is that my energy level changes depending on the season so in the summer I like waking up earlier I do it naturally in the winter uh, I'm like a hibernating hedgehog if they hibernate and you cannot wake me before sunlight so that bit was sorted, my minimalist business owner energy hour. I do yoga and I journal and I meditate and that's how I spend the first hour of the day. And again, I can do this because I live on my own. I don't have kids. Yours might be a, a 10 minutes that you get to yourself, but whatever it is, you know, you can make it and adapt it to your life. Um, the second thing that I did, which was the problematic area, what had worked for me in the past was having a 9pm on the mat deadline to do bedtime yoga. And that had kind of slipped because of, you know, various other stressful areas in my life starting to have an impact on how I prioritised my sleep. So instead, we renamed it and I called it my minimalist business owner investment hour. 
So by me making that hour before bed and having it at a specific time, so I actually keep that at 9pm regardless because I know that I need extra discipline in this area because it's something I try and steal from. So it's my minimalist business owner investment hour and I can use that to read, I can use it to do a foot massage because that helps me to sleep and I had a foot phobia so I'm really proud of that. (laughs) Um, So wherever you are, I still can't touch toenails (laughs) but I can do a foot massage and it does help me to sleep or it can be bedtime yoga and I actually feel really happy and proud of myself if I do yoga twice in one day even if it's just 15 minutes in the morning 15 minutes at night it feels good so I'm investing in myself in that way so what I would love for you to do now if you've got paper and pencil or just pull out notes on your phone is just write down one result that you want something that you say you're working towards but it hasn't happened yet And that might be because it's 10 years in the future, five years, couple of months, or it might be something you've tried to do and you failed previously. Now, sit with it, say it out loud. Okay, if it's a really big thing, for example, I'm building a business that is going to positively impact hundreds and thousands of people. Or, (laughs) this used to be mine, I am renovating my French cottage which clearly I'm not anymore, but still. So just work through it, think about it, say it out loud. Now, if it does feel like something you genuinely want, the next step is to write out, it's like you're, how can I say? Like imagine that you're in the running to win at the Oscars or some award, and you don't know if you're gonna win, but you prepare an acceptance speech anyway, just in case, because you don't want to just be bawling your eyes out and with nothing to say. Okay, so let's write out your plan. So for example, we can say, you know, let's say it's May 15th, 2025. I am living in blah, blah, blah. My, uh, my biggest achievements that I'm most proud of are blah, blah, blah. And then work backwards. Right, how did you get there? And so for me, the next step is, when I think about the business that I'm building, the story starts with a breakup. It starts with a breakup and then having to relearn who I am and making that a priority. It starts by me putting sleep at the top of my action list every day, making it a priority. And then all the other action steps flow after that. And once you've written that, you might have a, an A4 page document, you might just have something very you know, threadbare and and you might start to flesh this out over the coming months. But from that, you have your to-do list. And then you just need to work out, how do I get this done? And what needs to happen first? The thing that needs to happen first is your keystone habit. And again, for me, that's sleep. Nothing else happens well, unless I get the sleep. I don't eat well, I don't exercise, because I don't make good decisions when I'm tired. So that is absolutely 100% the foundation. This one piece has to happen for all of the rest of them to happen. And I'd love to say I get it done, I get it sorted, and then I never have to think about it again, but that's not true. Sometimes I'll have amazing sleep habits for a couple of months, and then there will be a change in my world. I'll start to feel stressed. It might be something external. It might be the Ukraine war starting, the invasion. It might be COVID. 
It might be a family member gets sick. Your job might suddenly seem at risk. You might just have, you know, a conversation that unsettles you. And from that, you start to feel stressed and then you start to lose your foundational habit. So at that point, all we have to do is just course correct. Just come back to it. Just come back to what is the one thing that I need to do that means everything else is easier. And the faster you get, (laughs) the faster you get at spotting it, the quicker your response time and the better you can course correct. Apologies if you can hear Rita. We have a, we're having a barky day today, but that's okay. So yes, I hope this is useful for you. If you are curious about creating your own minimalist business and minimalist business offer, I'm currently doing free trainings, which are like little workshops and they have been amazing. So if you fancy signing up for one of those and working on your offer so that you can start to think about what will it actually look like when you're delivering this offer and when you're having a minimalist business, I'm not sure the grammar's right there, but there we go, (laughs) then you can find out more about that in the show notes or on my website. And otherwise, I'll see you very soon in your ear.